0: Topic for Mike and JD. I'm JD. And I'm Mike. And welcome to season 1.5. That's right. That's quite season 2, but a step up from season 1. What's different now? Well, now I'm a bit more comfortable on camera, so I'm gonna try new things. And you probably heard that that new new theme song we have that was written by my brother-in-law, Brian Green of the band Amberlamps. His Instagram is gonna be in the comments. It's going to be in the description of the video.
1: Mike, you have anything to say. Absolutely. We're we're (laughs) finally out of beta
0: and ready to be released to the public. Uh, And so for our first show, we're going to talk about all that new Star Wars news that we got on uh, Disney events today. And boy, was there a lot of it.
1: Yeah, I, I will admit, even I was pretty staggered by the amount of just sheer volume of content that they announced on their uh, investors meeting.
0: It took me a couple of days to like find out about everything. Cause I I'll find out one thing and then a day later, oh wait, I missed that news. There was just so much news coming in.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like when you get spoiled for Christmas and you're just like, oh my goodness, I haven't had time to like process and enjoy this one gift. And now you're giving me like six more. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so one of the, the things that excite, that I'm personally excited about is the acolyte, like right? because I like uh, is it's exploring a time period we haven't really seen much in in anything. Apparently, I've heard, and not even in legends, the High Republic. So that's something exactly. Yeah, you know. Yeah, the like High Republic the is something, something different.
1: Yeah, it's something that hasn't been touched on in really almost any of the books, even in Legends. Uh, there was a little bit of stuff exploring like Palpatine's origins and Legends, but really not too much touching on this because the weird thing about it is like the High Republic is set in an era of peace. Like in, that, in Phantom Menace, they explain that after the Sith were supposedly eliminated, there was no wars as the Republic was reformed and, you know, there was just a millennium of total peace. So it's kind of weird to think of Star Wars while there's no war happening, Uh, but it'll be interesting. I think it'll give them a chance to explore a lot of, like, unique ideas that kind of, they don't have anything to kind of weigh them down. Um, But it's a curious, it's a curious thing. And the acolyte I'm also very excited about, like you mentioned, I think... uh, yeah, it'll potentially explore uh, Palpatine's master, Darth Plagueis, and if it does, then that's something I'm very excited to see. Um, also, we, we don't really get a ton of Star Wars from a villainous perspective, so that could that potentially be cool as well.
0: And I also like to create a it She made Russian, Russian Doll, a very strange but very good Netflix show, show so I think, you know, up... Uh, like they're taking the risk going some a bit more bizarre style, which I think could pay off greatly.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think uh I think overall it kinda speaks to the what I call the marvelification of Star Wars. Um, you know, it's they're taking it in a different direction rather than having kind of one linear narrative, uh they're just kind of throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. You know, this is their Uh, smorgasbord of Star Wars you got a little bit of uh, you know X-Wing stuff you got a little bit of you know Sith stuff a little bit of Jedi stuff Um, and uh, you know rather than talking about episode 10 right no one's talking about episode 10 we're all excited about uh, various different projects so that maybe you know maybe I don't like visions but I wind up loving the Acolyte or something like that I think the one I'm I'm probably the most excited for is the probably uh, the Rangers of the New Republic? Just because I grew up on a lot of the Legends books, so I'm excited to explore that sort of unfilled gap between episodes six and seven. I felt like we didn't really get to marinate in our victory at Endor.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because as far as we know, kind of. Oh, we won this battle, Empire gone. Oh wait, Empire's back. There was n- we don't really see much of exactly. that. Like they mention it here and there in the Mandalorian, oh, New Republic, but he also says, oh, that's a joke. Like, so, you know, they don't really go into them. (laughs) One thing I am not excited for, though, is Andor. Like, I liked Rogue One, but, I don't know, I don't feel we need any more of that character.
1: Yeah, Andor is interesting because it was a series that was announced a while ago. Like, pretty much since Rogue One came out. They've been like talking, there's been rumors and stuff like that. I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt because I didn't think I would like Rogue One when they first talked about Rogue One. I didn't think I would like that. And it turned out to be one of my favorite pieces of new media from Disney. Uh, So I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt, but like you said, I don't really feel like, I felt like we got to know the Andor character so I don't really feel like we need a ton more of that, and it's also set during kind of the most explored time. Like, yeah. all right, yeah, the rebels were fighting Empire. Like, I feel like we've seen that,
0: you know. Yeah. So it feels like a net of Solo to be honest. Like, it feels it's like the same thing. A character we already saw enough of, uh, in a time period we also already saw enough of, and just such an unnecessary backstory. That that's why I feel about that one. Right.
1: Exactly, especially because we already know that, spoiler alert, the character dies at the end of Rogue One, so there's nothing really that they can, like, bring forward with the character, it has to be all backstory, and yeah. I, I always kind of hate, I always hate that when you already know, like, where the story is leading to, um, and usually it winds up undermining their arc, like you mentioned Solo, it's like, alright, we already know Cassian kind of is this mercenary? He's kind of like a heartless just assassin for the rebellion. Shooting his own and like, Right. And then, you know, uh, he gains hope, you know, through meeting Jin Erso in the course of Rogue One. So it's like if he's a bad guy, then, like, that's not as interesting to watch. He's just kind of a jerk. Yeah. Or if he was already nice, then that kind of undermines Rogue yeah. One.
0: Yeah, it's like I said. I mean, like, I. I'll give it. A, I, I will I'll make, definitely watch it, but I'm not like excited for that one.
1: I I will make a minor exception only because I am very excited to see more K-2SO. Oh, he, is he was the best
0: my, part of Rogue One.
1: Like he is one of guy, my favorite sa- sassy droids.
0: Like I, I think the Trails made a joke that that the robot is a is a character in Rogue One. With the most personality, and it, and it, and it is true, He's the, he is by far the best <laughs> character in that movie. I am interested in seeing more of him. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, let's see. So. I, am, I do like Patty Jenkins' x movie. What do you. Uh, a Patty Jenkins x movie. Yeah, I, I like I mean, that idea.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. I think. I mean, I'm excited for all these. I mean, let's be honest. I'm a huge Star Wars fan. I will watch anything Star Wars. I will say I didn't grow up reading the Michael J. Stackpole X-Wing novels. And, like, I'm more into the mythology of the Jedi and the Sith. So, like, I'll watch any Star Wars movie. But I'm probably the least excited about X-Wing Tide Fighter stuff. Um, But it will always be cool to see, like, I love, like, dogfights. I love, you know, I'm sure they'll be really awesome you know, settings and characters that, uh, you know, we'll fall in love with. Uh, also, I mean, you know, I won't touch on it too much because I'm sure we'll explore it in another episode, but a lot of people had mixed feelings about Wonder Woman, so, you know, we'll see if she uh, well, even uh, making me- well, but see, Wonder Wonder made- i making to see, Wonder Woman 1 was great, though. I- I- Wonder I- Woman I- I- 1 I- I- was, well, was great. I won't, I-, I, won't, I won't make a judgment call either way because I feel like uh, Lucasfilm has a bad habit of, like, director does unpopular thing and then is immediately fired and they change everything. I don't want them to do that. I think Fanny Jenkins is a phenomenal director. They should keep her. And I want to see that movie. I think, um... I'm curious. Have you ever seen the Star Wars... uh, I think it's called Forces of Destiny? Uh, Those just, like, short little anime bits uh, where they, like, recap famous Star Wars moments... I in think I might style.
0: have seen like one of them. I've heard. Yeah, of they're like, that, just, like just like one or two
1: minute shorts recapping. Yeah, they're really they're really well done, and I think that visions Star Wars visions is, I'm thinking it's going to be basically a full length version of that, like a very anime inspired Star Wars, and if that's the case, I'm very excited about that. Uh because I, I always felt like with the Kurosawa samurai flavor of the original Star Wars, like, you could really make an awesome Star Wars anime with that. That is definitely so true. So, we'll see. I mean, I reserve judgment. It could be just the weirdest Star Wars, uh, but, you know, we'll see if it's any good.
0: Now, has there been any news on wh- who who's going to be in Lando? Is it Donald Glover, baby Glover, uh, Williams, both?
1: I would say they—they've said that it's going to be both, so I'm assuming it's going to be like a adventurous Indiana Jones situation where it's like we're sitting on the couch with old Lando and he pulls out a hologram and is like, "I remember the time when I stole the golden crystal of Agadim," and you know what? Then we flash back to Donald Glover doing that.
0: Well, Donald Glover was one of my favorite parts of Solo. solo. Uh, like watching that movie. Oh, I'm easily. Like- I'm watching them and I'm like, why isn't this the Lando movie? Because one, his performance is amazing. But two, Lando is a character we don't know as well as Han Solo. So, like, there's still a whole level right. more mystery of him. Like, like we know, yeah, he right. ended up no. a- as the leader of Cloud City. But, like, we also knew he was a scoundrel at one point. Like, so, just, even though we know where he ends yeah. up, we, it'd be very interesting to see how exactly did he end up there.
1: Right. I, I, I'm very excited. I, I agree with you that, you know, Don Glover was easily the best part of Solo. Um, I, I definitely think it should be his movie. The real, the real question that I have is, is it going to be a prequel kind of, like you said, like telling us more about what was he like before, you know, he met Han, what was th- this all about? Or is it going to be kind of a stealthy Solo 2, but actually it's Lando this time? You know, is it going to go forward with the idea of, like, Maul running the criminal syndicate and, like, Kira, and, like, we see the adventures of Lando in that time period? Or is it going to be, like, Lando's origin story, for lack of a better word?
0: Honestly, I would be excited to watch either one of those.
1: Me as well. I I will say the only thing I'm not super pumped about is I did not like uh, the L... Three character i thought she was kind of annoying like it was touching when like she died but then like she got put into the millennium falcon and like yeah that was i really don't weird. really want them to like i don't want them to go back to that and like then he's like oh no i missed the millennium falcon because i miss like i i hope they just steer clear of that like it was a thing that happened let's not dwell on it i think it should just be about you know, Lando, like you said, being a scoundrel, being a gambler. You know, at most, maybe we see how he gets Cloud City, but in other uh, everything else should be new, new stuff.
0: Yeah. Mhm. Any other series you want to talk about that particularly strikes a note with you?
1: Uh, I mean, what well, we haven't talked about the one that a lot of people are the most excited about, and that's Kenobi. Hmm. See. How do you, How are you feeling about Kenobi?
0: I, I have a lot of mixed feelings about that. Love you, McGregor as Ken- Kenobi. Even though I don't like the prequels that much, his performance was great. Great. However, I'm just kind of like, what exactly is he going to be doing here? Like, like, I I don't know. Like, I feel like it might kind of break canon. Like, if he's doing too much.
1: <laughs> right. I think you've you pretty well articulated most people's thoughts on it. I am like unbelievably excited uh, to you know, have a Kenobi movie because I love you and McGregor. I also feel like there's almost a 100% chance that we get Liam Neeson as Force Ghost Qui-Gon, which I've always and wanted. Speaking of which, uh, I literally
0: just read an article that said he hasn't been approached by, by it, but he would definitely be open to returning. Which, uh, in my mind, is like a soft confirmation
1: because I feel like they would be crazy to pass that up. Yeah. Especially uh, because
0: but, like, hasn't it been confirmed that he's the one who kind of is the first one to discover how to become a Force
1: ghost? Right, exactly. He invented like the idea of like becoming a Force ghost, or at least he was the first Jedi to, to do yeah. that. So, so it would be kind of it'd weird be, not cool. to have
0: him come back as a Force ghost.
1: Right, in fact, one of my uh, one of my most frustrating Star Wars deleted scenes is... Uh, there was a scene at the end of Revenge of the Sith where Qui-Gon shows up as a Force ghost and like teaches Obi-Wan how to become a Force ghost but Liam Neeson was in a motorcycle accident so he couldn't reprise his role so they cut mm-hmm. that whole part and just had Yoda explain it but I'm like I always wanted that I'm like special edition give me that scene so now there's a chance we'll get it but like the you mentioned might I think get that scene. I I do have a lot of reservations about breaking canon because there's really only two ways this can go it's either a story about him chilling on Tatooine fighting off Tusken Raiders or like basically an episode, a feature-length episode of The Mandalorian type thing, uh, or it's him, like, fighting Darth Vader, which is almost definitely what it's going to be. It, it, somehow, they're going to be like, oh, well, I'm still kind of the learner, and I'm fighting you, and so they're going to find some way to totally break in and have him yeah. fight Darth Maul and Darth Vader simultaneously or something crazy like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And then, look, I think... Be- the also thing is, like, I mean, even in canon, his, like, disguise was pretty late to begin with, oh, I'm going by Ben now, but still using the same last name. And now if you add to the fact yeah. that he's not acting like he's a ghost, like, he's acting in, like, he's doing prominent stuff, like, it just makes it too hard to believe that how did they not find him sooner. <laughs> exactly. But, what do you think about Ahsoka?
1: Yeah, especially, um, I, sp- I mean, I'm this is gonna be a, a controversial moment of, of the podcast because I I don't really like Ahsoka. Like I know everyone is obsessed with Ahsoka. I meet all the people up and like, Oh Ahsoka's the best character ever, she's so cool, she's so awesome. I don't know, maybe I was just like not the right age to like grow up with the character. <laughs> Maybe it was because she wasn't in the movies, and she was kind of shoehorned in later. And she has a lot of plot armor because Filoni doesn't want that character to die. I just I never connected with that character. She always kind of felt like, you know, a forced inclusion. But now, I mean, I'm I'm warming up. Like uh, the her she was awesome in The Mandalorian. I liked her in Rebels. So I'm I'm acclimating to the character as just like a piece of canon, rather because the more stuff she's in. The more kind of natural it feels to have her there so i'm okay with it i hope her plot armor goes away i don't want her to just always be amazing at everything uh Mm -hmm. but you know i i think i think it'll surprise me especially if they bring back thrawn or they tie up any of the rebel stuff like i loved rebels so if they you know kind of make her the new figure that like carries on that storyline i think it could be really cool
0: nah yeah Uh, Mm-hmm. And let's see what We haven't talked about Book of Boba Fett. That one looks great. Like I know in our previous discussion of season one, I complained how they wasted Mingnan Wen. But like in season two, you like her character actually finally does stuff. And and yeah. she's pumped. I'm very excited to see see her be a main character in season in uh Book of, Book of Boba Fett. And of course just I mean Boba Fett's return we turned, and Mandalorian was just phenomenal, and uh, I'm very excited to see where they take the character. So,
1: with the regard to the book of Boba Fett, I feel like Boba Fett's another character that kind of grew on me. You know, at first I was like, ah, oh, whatever. He looks kind of cool, but like he's just a random bounty hunter. Like I always thought he was like an overhyped character. But after seeing Timur Morrison's performance in The Mandalorian, I am fully on board for this, like, samurai warrior version of Boba Fett. Uh, so I'm very excited. And like you said, I'm super happy to see Ming-Na is not actually dead. Uh, so that was, that was a nice surprise, too. I think my only real question is um, what ground they're going to cover. I feel like this is not a continuing series. Like, there's only going to be one season of it. So I'm like... Are they going to cover how he escaped the Sarlacc pit, or like how he became a crime boss, or you know what? What are they going to do with him? Is he going to be a good guy, a bad guy? That's my only question. But uh, I think regardless of where they take it, it's I'm I'm excited to see it, and uh, I think it will probably be a little bit of both. I think there'll be like flashbacks to him escaping. I actually think it would be cool if they brought in uh, Daniel Logan, who played young Boba Fett mm. in Attack of the Clones. I think it would be cool if they brought him in in the armor for flashback scenes, and then have Timura Morrison play older Boba Fett sort of in his crime lord days, uh, similar to kind of what they're doing with Lando, I think that'd be cool.
0: That would definitely be interest- interesting, I- and as far too as whether a go- good guy or bad guy, it seems like neither, like, you know, I th- like, they kind of made the Mandalorian anti-hero, but he became pretty heroic, I think Boba Fett is going to be not a true anti-hero, like, He'll help people out, but he's still, you know, a jerk. Like, he won't. He'll fit more into anti hero than traditional hero. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure we're missing a show, but but I can't think of any any shows we're forgetting. What about you?
1: Um, yeah, I think those are the only ones uh, that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, I'm oh, sure, you know. Um, there's that
0: animated one, New Batch. Uh, the f- a bad oh, batch. The,
1: the, the Bad Batch. I, I can't comment. I haven't seen uh, the final season of Clone Wars, which is apparently where they first appeared. They're like an elite group of uh, clones. I mean, I'll watch it eventually. It seems like uh, they're really popular characters. They're like, you know, Delta Force, kind of a new take on the Republic Commandos. But I, I'm i not excited for that because, yeah. I like I said, I haven't seen the characters before. So... But I'm sure once I've seen Clone Wars, I'll be very excited to watch no. that.
0: That's definitely a show that, yeah, I'll see eventually, but it's not going to be one of the shows that I'm like, yes, it's finally starting. Right, exactly. And I guess I'm sure we're missing something because there was just so much there. How could There's we so not be missing something? But
1: So much to talk about. And it blends together, too, because they announced this and also they announced all the Marvel stuff. and. Mm-hmm, yeah.
0: But I, I think I th- we we covered everything that we really want to cover. I think.
1: Yeah, I think we got all the major notes. So if you want, we'll call that a podcast.
0: All right. Yes. And so now, and now you get to see the new credits that are gonna play after this. So
1: enjoy all right. them.
0: Bye. <laughs>